Hey guys, welcome to episode 53 of the JV Club. I think I might do that in the exact same tone every time, like the exact same note even. Like if it were a song, it would always be like, hey guys. Can someone tell me if I'm singing the same note, sing song style, every time I say hey guys? Because if that's true, it's possible I might be some sort of uh, perfect pitch genius. I highly doubt it. But that does remind me that I do recommend the Radio Lab episode where they talk about Chinese people having perfect pitch. Um, it's a wonderful episode and a wonderful podcast. So go ahead and stop listening to this and start listening to that. I am the worst, guys. I have the worst self-promotion ever. Let's get us into some shout-outs. Let's get us into some shout-outs. Side note, I feel like all you ever hear on my intros are me taking these giant gasping breaths that makes it sound like I have horrible asthma. I don't know why you don't hear that in the regular podcast, but only in the intros, but it's bothering me, so I'm gonna try to breathe less loudly. I want you to know that I'm making a firm commitment to breathe less loudly in these intros. Shout-outs. Alana M, Amy W, Anna S, Caitlin M, Jackie F, Joanna C, Kyle G, Liza A, Megan McG, Michelle M, Harvey, Gabe M, Tammy H, Shannon McSee via PayPal, Veronica C. All the other people that I just named sent me beautiful emails. A lot of emails this time, guys. Beautiful stories, beautiful emails. I am remiss in replying. I'll tell you, I certainly will be replying. I want you to know that the shout out does not count as a reply, but I've just gotten a little behind. That doesn't mean I don't read these emails and cry my eyes out in a good way because I do. I also want to throw a special shout out to Rebecca L for her Facebook posts and to my dear friend Matt H in Atlanta. I used to work with him at dinner in a movie. He listens to the podcast. He wished me a happy podcast anniversary. And I just wanted to say that I love that he's out there listening. Guys, if you ever want to meet a very nice Matt H, I guarantee you he's living there in Atlanta. All you other Matt H's who aren't in Atlanta, you got to be jerks. Listen, I'm not making a lot of sense, you guys. But I do want to thank from Facebook, Angie, Jamie, Jessica, Stephanie S., Caroline J. I want to thank Kathy W. for posting information on those Del Monte collectibles that I was talking to Sarah about. They're called Country Yumpkins. <laughs> Country Yumpkins. Oh, that makes me so happy. Kathy, you made my day. Um, and Tammy C., you know, I, listen, I know that when you were listening to the uh, Carrie Kinney Silver episode, you thought maybe I said that I also had a nose job. I promise you I did not have a nose job. If I'd had a nose job, I probably would have gotten a much cuter nose than the one I have. But um, just to clear that up, and if, in case anyone else thought that, I'm, you probably weren't the only one. Everyone's probably out there thinking I got a nose job, but in this case, I didn't. Um, Jenny, I want to thank you, Jenny S., for uh, representing and for posting on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm. this is a very short list of people because I got overwhelmed at the amount of people who wished us a happy podcast anniversary. And by us, I mean all of us. Uh, since I don't have a staff, I'm speaking of you. Um, but Corbin F., Mike, Steve K., Charles R., Lucy... Um, who said that she had her JV Club pins on the Great Wall of China, which just... Oh, guys, that made me feel like a million bucks. Diane S., Rachel, Janelle V., Sean C. Um, again, that is a, a, a fraction of representation, but I can't talk forever thanking people on Twitter, right? But I do want to thank all of you who wished us a, a happy uh, podcast anniversary slash birthday slash anniversary. Um, let's get into this episode with Andrea Savage. Uh, she's a delight and a joy, and um, I hope to hear from you guys soon. And uh, listen, I feel like I'm forgetting something this time around. That's entirely possible, but so it goes. 
Now entering Nerdist.com. This is what you just missed. Andrea just asked me if there was any pertinent information she needed to have about the <laughs> podcast, just in case there's some kind of like weird Q&A period. I'm a I, polite guest. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, there isn't anything. There aren't any secrets that need to be revealed is to you. Is there nudity? Um, there isn't any nude. Well, I mean, I mean there could be. No, I'm at, not going to force it on you. At this point, only the dog is nude, but he is 100%. <laughs> well, he's not 100% nude. I guess no, he has a, he a real thick... Thing of fur. Um, it, for those of you who are uh, wondering about the kitten that was present uh, for a previous episode, I just want to let you know that um, he is, I was basically fostering him, and so he's gone on to uh, a very nice couple um, uh, that adopted him. So uh, very, very excited to report that all is well on that front. And, um, you know, I don't know, is there is there another situation in which I might caretake an animal in the near future? Possibly. Um, but, uh, I also just recently picked up my cat's ashes. So I think I'm still processing, uh, the Luca side of things. So, um, Mm. that's the animal update guys. I, I, I made that almost seem like maybe at the beginning of every podcast I give a, like an animal report this, that's the first time that I've had that I've done an animal <laughs> I'm like report, wow Andrea. this is animal hour report. but you did get a new kitten I and, just got a new uh, kitten um the kitten's name is candy purple candy purple of course were you were probably not maybe as 100% responsible for that name no I'm my husband my husband oh. named it. just kidding no uh-huh. my daughter um <laughs> Um, um, yes, she, I believe at one point it was like candy, purple, sparkle, um, jewelry box, oh not kidding, God, jewelry, jewelry box, box. Is um, squeakers, sneezy, cause she had a cold, yeah. something, 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 Plager. Um, and then we got it down to candy purple, which now no one calls her. Candy purple is such a porn name. It's, that's why I said, you know how you make your porn name and you do your first pet in the street you live on? She's I was like, done. Olive's going to be candy purple sumac. That's dirty. Perfect. Dirty, yeah. dirty. Super, super yeah, dirty. Super dirty. And um, also like sexy and dangerous because isn't sumac a poisonous yeah, plant? Yeah. So it's like candy Ooh. sumac. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. No, my daughter is going to be a really good porn star. This is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, got a real, real big career ahead of her. There was a point at which, and uh, people who listen to the podcast uh, will remember this, that kind of early on I became sort of fixated on the idea of having uh, a porn star on because I had sort of talked uh, a fair amount in with, with other guests about the fact that I, I wasn't particularly comfortable with the idea of that profession and that I wanted mm-hmm. to be more sex positive and believe that, that there were tons of women who were out there doing it who had really mm-hmm. healthy upbringings and yeah. who have a really positive, you know, uh, relationship to their body and to the way that they make money. And, um, unfortunately, I have a hard I just, time believing that. I know it's rough. I'd like to, but I don't believe it. I know it's, it's very hard for me too. And there were a couple of people who said, who had mutual, like people who had acquaintances or friends who were in the industry. And, uh, and I did actually try to get a couple of different girls on the podcast and it seemed like it was going to happen and then it didn't. And now I feel like, you know what? Maybe it was for the best because I don't, I also didn't want, I wanted to feel like I was being 
open-minded and kind of um, unbiased, but ultimately I probably still would have like, you know, I don't want people to listen to this podcast and walk away thinking, I guess I should have a career in porn. You know what? It's an option. Like, yeah, you don't want to be, but not that you, but I also don't want to like completely attack someone. Right. But I think it would be hard because I do think intrinsically, I think you can be super open sexually in your personal life, but the fact that you, I just think there is a lack of respect for your body if you're doing it for money and with multiple people on camera and this, that, and the, it just, there's other ways if you just had that urge to do it in less sort of damaging ways to yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I know. I And I know, know there's I people who are like, to I'm totally fine, totally fine I with know. it. But then you talk to them and you're like, actually, no, you're crazy. Yeah, well, that's, see, that was that's the thing. That's the problem is, is there's talk, the people. Is, yeah, would I talk to someone and start off with that conversation exactly. and then would it end up seeming maybe not so much but maybe that would be a good thing for the podcast is for because yeah. i have i do have a lot of you know uh young young lady listeners yeah. in high school and college um to sort of fold back the the iron curtain what I don't iron curtain i don't sense. no i don't think that. Uh, the magic i don't think curtain? that's some, the magic curtain Oz? The, the, Oz? the meat drapes <laughs> Yeah, the meat curtains. I think that's. Uh, um, by the way, no. that is the name of my new album. Oh God! Pull back the meat curtains. I hope there'll be a cameo by Candy Purple. Candy Purple Zumak. I love that a com- a nice conversation about your daughter's new kitten has resulted in us using the words meat curtains. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. By the way, the, my poor daughter. I just am like, it's at some point, it's got to stop because now there's you know she doesn't know what I say. She she doesn't even know what I do. Um and how old is she again? She will be four next month. Wow. Yeah. And um she's so awesome and very aware. I tell her because I write, so I do a lot of writing, so I just tell her I'm a writer. And um, you know, so that's all she knows. But I'm like there are times when I've gone a couple times when I've showed up at her preschool, and I think I've told the story before, but like for some reason, I tend to ad lib fingering into a lot of things that I do, <laughs> oh, and it ends up getting kept in uh, to like programs and stuff. Uh-huh. And somehow, her preschool teachers always catch those things. <laughs> and I remember she had just started preschool, and I walked in, and Miss Crystal was like, "Olive's mommy," and I was like, "Oh, hi, good morning." She was like, oh, "I saw you on TV this weekend," and I was like nothing good can come from this <laughs> and she's like something about a finger and i was oh, like oh no oh god like, and then you had to think which one and then i'm like which thing? which finger no <laughs> um no and like somehow that she always catches me just on the dirtiest right worst stuff she's cool and thinks it's hilarious but yeah. at the same time i'm like at some point olive will be at an age where she can you know google and do all that which is probably in like a month because right. she's so you know they're so ridiculous on technology yeah and she's gonna be like i'm sorry <laughs> mom you seem like this really nice oh, no. person at home i wonder if she's gonna alex p keaton you and become like super conservative because i hope so i'm like opposite. please be like a nerd who like <laughs> doesn't go out and party in high school yeah. i'm like please um did you would but did you know that you wanted kids from a young age or were you more uh, of the like, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. And maybe then, yes, like, maybe oh, no. Oh, it feels right now. Uh, oof. You know what? It's hard. I, I feel like in theory, I always was like, I will have kids. I will have two kids. Almost just because that was what you're kind of told you're going to do. I have four brothers. I come from a big family. Um, 
But then in this industry, it was never like I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm ready. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at babies and I want one. Mm-hmm. It was more like, if this is ever going to happen, I got to start doing it now. My husband was very ready. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, let's just do this, I guess. And it was kind of just leap of faith. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. You know, it, it, I grew up in that time of, you know, very feminist upbringing and very much like you can do it all and you can have a family and you can be the president of a corporation and you can be the president of whatever and almost anything less than that. I've now realized because the expectations were put so high on me and my other girlfriends that anything less than that almost feels slightly like a failure um, in terms of even no matter what success it is, unless it's like the highest (sighs) pinnacle of it, it's still somehow not what you were supposed to get It's weird. It is. It's this reverse sort of like... Oh fuck! I'm. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't do enough. I think. Yeah, I have I'm that like, same I do a expectation lot, of myself somehow, too. That yeah. somehow, yeah, somehow there was almost too much encouragement. Yeah. To the point because I always wonder that, like, what you know, the conversation comes up a lot. I think, especially for people in this business, yes. but all over, of like, what did I not get that I keep, you know, showing yeah. up and getting rejected for roles or like yeah. submitting a script that goes nowhere or whatever, and. And I can't necessarily point. I mean, I definitely had like mom issues with, you know, mm. what her expectations of me were, but they were very like low oh, seeming I when I was mm. in high school because she just thought the worst of me. But oh. and my dad thought the best of me, but I didn't feel like I didn't feel like the parental stuff was what caused a sort of overachiever mm. feeling in me. And so I'm wondering if maybe it is this kind of weird cultural thing. I think where the, eight, there was the like time a, we grew up in that, yeah. like, you know, late 70s, yeah. like free to be you and me, yeah. you know, music of just, and I remember, I mean, my mom was very encouraging, but she was a dental hygienist and my mom was really smart. And she, you know, basically like put my dad working, put my dad through medical school, you know, and mm-hmm. sort of, cause she was like, it wasn't an option for me to be a dentist. Yeah. I had better gray. I, you know, whatever. So her whole thing was, you're never going to have to depend on a man. Mm-hmm. And you can do whatever you want to do. And then I went to an all-girl school that was very feminist for six years. And it was very much like female empowerment. But it was so extreme that you sort of drank the Kool-Aid of, I can literally have it all. And by the way, I better have it and all. And I better have it all. something wrong with me. Exactly. So it's sort of... And I wouldn't change that because I feel like it gave me a lot of drive and a lot... But there is a big reality check, I feel like, once you get into your 30s where you go like, actually, no, you can't have, you can have a lot. Right. But all, no, because something's got to give. Yeah. Something just does. You can't be, the amount of effort that has to go into a job when you're like really working to be the pinnacle of success, that's 24 hours a day. Sure. So anything else is going to be neglected. So if that's going to be your child, that's not okay. So, you know, you can find a balance, but it, everything else, it will give. It will go down a level. Okay. It has, and to, it be has okay to be okay to say 100%. This is a sacrifice. Like, who? what would we be like if we didn't have to make sacrifices? I think we would all be complete assholes. Oh, yeah. So that has to be part of it, too. It has to be. But I do feel like I wonder what if, like, my daughter, I, I'm like, I wonder what my daughter's going to feel like. And her girlfriends versus, you know, coming, being the children of people 
who kind of went through that and now they're sort of a tempered mm-hmm. like I already have in my head like stuff I want to tell her and that I do tell her like you can be whatever you want to be and but you need to work and you need to be happy but you need to you know but also family is very important you know like mm-hmm. sort of you you got to try your hardest but your self-esteem or your vision or yourself you don't have to be the present you don't have you just can't be and do everything well so it's a little bit of a bill of goods i feel like i was sold what 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 was the school that you went to and was that like the high school years yeah seven to twelve yeah Yeah. seven to twelve what was that uh it was here in la it's harvard westlake okay and um you know we had like crazy speakers come like crazy like betty for dan and wow. like oh yeah Bella Abzug, the original like yeah no we had like the pioneers of women come and speak to i mean it was it was what pretty was, crazy was it competitive between the girls or was there a co- more of a camaraderie i mean i think you know it's a, it was six years of a school in beverly hills um and there were some very wealthy people that went there and that kind of stuff but we had uniforms which I feel like took a lot of it out and you take the boys out of the equation. And of course there's clicks and that kind of stuff. But I think overall everyone treated each other very well. It was very much about community, treating each other with respect. You have to lift up your fellow woman. Like it was very, you know, queer women, like, you know, like weird assemblies of like singing feminist songs and holding hands. Like super I gay. I love it. Yeah. I wish it still existed, but it doesn't. I certainly didn't have that, I know. that high school experience. That is pretty extraordinary. I was very lucky. I was yeah. very lucky. And I do think it gave me a lot of self-esteem and yeah. a lot of, you know, yeah. drive and power. And I never have lacked in, in that sort of belief in Are myself. Are you still close with girlfriends that you went to Hard West like that? A couple. Not yeah. a ton. I mean, it's been a long time. But a couple. It's not one of those schools where, I mean, sometimes, and people are like this about certain universities that they go to, but even smaller private schools that are like high schools, some people are like, they still refer back to those days and and that. Yeah, only a couple, I would say. Yeah. Um, What was I going to ask you? Uh, So, how did that, all all of that getting um, kind of pummeled into you? In good and bad ways, but it sounds like mostly good. Yeah. How does that, how did that kind of inform, like, did you have friends who didn't go to a school like that? And did you watch their interactions with teenage boys speaking strictly, I guess, about straight girls right now? Right. But um, do you feel like your experience dating and your experience mm-hmm. with boys was somehow changed by that kind of current like the way that you were being conditioned. Well, at the it's school? interesting because I think, or is everybody just vulnerable in the same goddamn way? No I matter think what everyone's vulnerable in the same ways. I also think it's a little bit of luck of the draw. I think, and I have a theory. I say your first relationship, unless you go to therapy or do whatever and work it out, ends up dictating so much of who you are and your self-esteem and how you deal in relationships for the rest of your okay, life. Okay, but what first relationship? Your like, first sexual relationship? Not or your first, like, your bo- first real boyfriend? Real boyfriend and but, how they treat you. But like how far back does that go? Because I had a really, se- I know this sounds crazy, yeah. but I had a really serious boyfriend in fifth grade. Like fifth grade, mm, sixth grade, into know. seventh grade. Pretty serious. Well, do you think you've always sort of been treated well in relationships since then? Like, I do you demand do. to be treated well? I think so, yeah. I I'm think not, I've never been one of, of those that. girls who's but like, I'm telling you, he's so I mean to me, but I still take it. Back to that. And usually it's older, I would say. Yeah. 
and around probably your first sexual experiences and that kind of stuff, but not actually like sex. Yeah. But I do, I've just found this with friends of mine, my first person that I, you know, I was in 10th grade, whatever. And he treated me so well. He respected me so much that that sort of informed, you know, not that you don't date, you know, whatever. It's not like perfect, but like, I feel like I always had a good sense of self-esteem. I have four brothers. I also knew how to be around guys and that kind of stuff. But I always feel like I need to like send him like a bottle of wine and be like, thank you for making love to me gently. Um, You know what I mean? Like, but like he was so great and I always have had very positive relationships. And then I feel like my friends who had sort of fucked up weird first relationships did it again and again and again and again. What about like going even further back to like dad stuff? And of course, dad stuff. But I have a weird relationship with my dad mm. and P- and my family. Like my aunt is always like, I don't know how you turned out without having weird issues because of your dad. And I'm Did like, he, was he not in the picture for part of your, uh, what was your divorce when I was two? Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in Orange County. I had a stepdad for many years, which I think that mitigated some yeah. of it. But like he just kind of walked out. Um, you forget birthday. You know, it just wasn't yeah. attentive. Like okay. that kind of stuff slightly sexist you know this not horrible by any means but just it would have been a very different world if they hadn't gotten divorced and i'd grown up like in that yeah um and he's just kind of a weird dude but my aunt and i i just am like i don't know i got lucky i think just like navigating through there and i don't know why the dad that dad stuff didn't imprint on me as much Mm -hmm. but your Um, stepdad you said was cool when when was your stepdad in the picture like right away immediately okay well that yeah. probably yeah that probably did so that a little bit. Um, but that is interesting about the i'm telling you if you start asking but people, i mean didn't you have little boyfriends and stuff yeah. when you were yeah yeah a little I mean, bit but i'm talking about like, that other because i flat whenever someone says who was your first boyfriend i truly do think but if barrett because we were like i was like in but then it's real if that's the first thing you're thinking yeah i didn't i, ha- I didn't really date anyone until 10th grade like, I mean, I had like a little person him. I'd kiss like in the back, you know, yeah. whatever, or this or a flirty thing yeah. or whatever. We wrote each other like letters and we there had like a, a plastic, black pr- plastic bracelet Aww. that like we would meet. We were never in the same class um, and we would meet in the morning and and like take the bracelet and like kiss the bracelet <laughs> and then give it to the other person Aww. to wear through the day. We would take like planned bathroom breaks at the same time to take the hall pass out to like smooch in the hallway. That we is had very horrible sweet. fights, like horrible, tempestuous, crazy fights. And do you still have tempestuous fights with people you date? Um, I don't know. It's really dependent on the person I've been with. Like okay. I've been with, I've been in serious, I've been in long-term relationships with very mercurial people mm-hmm. um, who are like more high strung. And then I've yeah. also been in relationships with like really mellow people. So yeah. depending on like the person that it is, there can yeah. either be like okay. la- fighting. So it's or, not like the or, same person. Yeah. Over. Yeah, I, do I don't think, feel like I pick the same person over and over, but I do always I feel like I, I pick, pick people this, who respect me for sure. But I think that right there, and it doesn't matter that it was in fifth grade yeah. because it imprinted on you as like, that's my first boyfriend. Like yeah. if someone asks you, I think immediately I think Ross. Yeah, that was my first boyfriend. I'm sure I had other little things, but that's yeah. the one that impacted me. I'm telling you, if you start asking people, you start seeing like, oh, that f- that first like Ooh. sexual experience, that first boyfriend kind of fucked them a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Girls and guys too, by the way. But you're right about that because I always talk about on the podcast how imprintable we are at that age and how... And some of it's just luck of the... So that's yeah. the thing is I'm like, I came out of those years relatively unscathed. 
luckily because I think I just got lucky that I got treated well in that first one. You yeah. know what I mean? Because how long were you guys? Together. Like a year. Well, that's a good amount yeah. of time for then. That's forever. I oh, remember yeah. being with someone for six months and feeling like we might as well have been married. Like, yeah, no, by the end of the relationship, I was like, oh, we've been together I know, forever. forever. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was like almost a year. Hmm. And he was a little older. He had left for college and we did long distance and wrote letters. You know, it was I do just miss like that. I, I just, did you keep those letters? Found oh, a box done. of all my letters. Oh, good for you. Um, I letters from that boyfriend and yeah. then letters from like my other very serious boyfriend after that. I lived in Spain for like eight months and it was before there was internet because I'm an old sure. woman. And um, not the sure to you're an old woman. <laughs> sure. Because yeah. so the, and it was too expensive to like, pay, you know, you didn't call people. Yeah. So I have stacks of letters of yeah. all my friends from college, my boyfriend that had been back at home, my mom, like going like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I just like went through them all and it was so intense. Like yeah. it was so weird. Yeah. Same for me with France. Like I, I, like I was dating a boy when I left for France who I loved his cologne. And so he like, put Oh my his, God, like, I did the same thing cologne. with Ross. Not his sprinkled his cologne on the oh. letters and so the letters would arrive just oh. with a reeking I, my mom. I almost daren't say what the cologne was but I'll I say think what I mine have was to say it I really mine's I'm, awful okay say it's it. your car <laughs> <laughs> it was awful I, it's the same one it's the worst it's the only oh one that it's awful and it's oh embarrassing God. but I will admit it I'm and my so mom would get so annoyed because oh my because it would come it's in the mail. It's so strong. And, she, and it would come in the mail. She's like, you have another letter from Ross. And it would like all the other mail yeah, would smell. Stink. Dracar they Noir. Probably still, if I went out there and got a letter from Jeff, it probably would still smell like Dracar. By the way, and I oh, loved that is it. Gorgeous. I would smell I, it and be like, it was sexy. Oh, I thought it was, it was so sexy. sexy. By the way, I know like everyone makes fun of Dracar, but I seriously, I'm like, if I probably smelled it still on someone, I probably would still be secretly going, oh, it smells real Number good. one, agreed. Number two, <laughs> uh, there's another one that's like that, oh. that a different boyfriend of mine <sighs> in high school wore that made me crazy. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Oh my God, I remember. <laughs> another one that was just like, <gasps> musky and Oh, I remember that bottle. Like, oh, that the red, red bottle. bottle. <laughs> oh. I mean... Which, by the way, if I dated anybody right now who wore any cologne, I know I would be a pop. Like, please, it would be so shocking. Please, does anyone wear cologne? Uh, let me say, man, I feel so bad. This is like the probably Chris Hardwick's worst nightmare. nightmare. (laughs) Oh wait a minute, he did wear cologne because he picked the first time we ever went out. He picked me up. And I oh, got from, yeah, car, you know what he did. And there was a cloud of Abercrombie. <laughs> oh, this is mean. We can't. I know. Yeah, Aber- I, know. I remember Abercrombie. My I forgot. Chris's network. We're still really, really close. And Chris and I are still. I, know I love you Chris. Guys are. And we love. S- listen, guys, we love Chris. We love, honestly. love, love Chris. But and I'm the reality so is, we proud are. Of, yeah. we, we both did go out with him, and and Andrew was with him for two years. Uh, yeah. So, I think, and I was yeah. with him for seven. So we're entitled to rib a little bit. Yes. He's an extraordinary person. Obviously, I'm crazy about him. I love him dearly. Um, he did. I'm listen. He did. I, I don't he know did what to say. He probably I agree. Said, he probably has said it on his own podcast. Oh, so it's 100%. fine. Because he'll totally own up to like all the goofy stuff. One hundred percent. But I forgot about that. Say, he did. 
that day, I think. I mean, that's how like unapologetic I was. I think I was like, you can't wear that <laughs> like ever again. And I'm sure you didn't immediately. Date. No. Um, yeah, I oh, think that God. might be the last time I've yeah. been around anyone who had a cologne. Yeah. People if my know. husband came down, I would literally just be like, you need to leave. Like, yeah, I, it's funny. As, I mean, it, it, but to your but point. But now I'm thinking back going, I God. It, I mean, like, it was. Yeah. And like, it was my, sexy. My Why did we think it was so sexy? My boyfriend, I, I think one of my boyfriends when I was in my 20s that I got was very serious with at the beginning was wearing a lot of like, maybe it was like CK1 or something. Oh, CK1, and I have a very yeah. positive association with that as well. Yeah. And I agree with you. I wouldn't want to date someone who wore cologne. Having said that, in a weird way, now that we're talking about it, yeah. if in the course of a relationship, I could control the smell and the amount of the smell, <laughs> yeah, I might be because into it. Because the sense it. of smell is very intense yeah, and does bring back a situation. lot of memory. Like, but it's... Yeah. You sent you smell something. It's like one of the mo- one of your senses that will bring back past memories more yeah. intensely than oh, other things. So hardcore, hardcore. Um, maybe I should get my husband. My husband's birthday's because, this week, so maybe I should buy him some Dracar. If you control it, <laughs> what you imagine? Listen, if you control you it, and it is a scent that is obviously not recognizable yes, as Dracar. But is something that like you control like the t- there's just like a yeah, whiff. A whiff. It's like only you can smell, smell it, it because it's a tiniest yeah. whiff as you're just well, like sort up of near like the nape someone's of his neck. deodorant almost or like yeah, their aftershave or something. Yeah, yeah, I do um, think it does an aftershave because it is this very faint, faint. But there is that intimacy like clean, to it where clean, you're like, soapy. oh, I didn't even even like two feet away, yeah. I didn't smell it. But now that I'm like up close with this person, I smell it. Yeah, that is really sexy. And not when like the whole elevator smelling it. Not the whole elevator, and not when you get into your car because someone valeted it for one reason or another, and your car reeks of their cologne. Well, I've had, the by the way, I have eaten at um, two restaurants in the past month or so where the valet has farted in my car. What? Right before oh, I've gotten I've in my car, never experienced. I had never that. experienced that in my life, and twice, awful. Literally, I was like, you know what? You need to give me that $6 back. Oh, my God. I'm like, did you you put the windows down? Did you you thought that was going to be enough? I am What was it, Moza? I couldn't sound more like a wasp right now. And by the way, I'm not and grew up with no money whatsoever. Um, But listen, in LA, guys, it doesn't matter if you have money or not. There's no parking. So sometimes you have to valet no matter what. And then they fart in your car. And then they farted in my car twice. Once I was alone and I was like, oh, my God. And then the other one, my husband was in there and he was like, that guy farted in our car. I was like, oh, yeah, he did. Oh, my God. It's like there's I'm sure there was walking to the car where they could have farted. I wonder if it's like a weird. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this a little bit of a passive aggressive? I'm going to (laughs) just fart in your car. But we hadn't done anything like he wouldn't have even known who we were. We just like stepped out. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine it was like aimed at us. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh. Weird. It was so weird. Twice. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. So I now I'm you like, you just took that to the next level because I definitely was like, nothing worse than cologne you didn't ask for in your car. No, but, no, no. Uh, yeah, fart you didn't ask for. Is yeah. So now worse. I'm like scared about, like I'm like twice in a month. What's happening? Once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Now I'll walk that's like what eight that song blocks. Is about. Yeah, that is uh-huh. song. Actually, the truth is that song yeah. is about farting in ballet. When you ballet <laughs> your car. Um, yeah, I don't know why I just brought... Yeah, oh, because yeah. of the smell That's when you walk in somewhere. Story. Yeah. Also, I think I have this because of because Jeff also smoked, mm-hmm. which again, now would be like a mm. deal breaker where I just I couldn't be yeah. with someone who smokes. Yeah. I think if you take mm. that combination somehow... 
the cologne with the smoke. I re- yeah, yeah, like a I agree. very specific. When I moment lived in Europe, cigarette smoke still smells sexy mm-hmm. to me, but it is very, very, specific. very specific, and it's and never fleeting. on a breath. No. Um, when I lived in Spain a million years ago, men smoke and wear a lot of cologne, oh, but there the was that smell so though that sometimes, like you'd like be like next to someone, you'd be like, oh god, that smells sexy. Yeah, it's like, and tr- I, you know what? It's got to be like trouble. I mean, it's got to be like a trouble smell. You can't smell yeah. that and think and then That's think a sexy guy next door who's gonna take care of my kid yeah <laughs> you can't you can't be thinking uh, that. that would be that's funny uh, that's hilarious how old were you when you lived in spain you said i was in college my yeah, junior so, year so it was okay, yeah so it was partially a junior year thing. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a long time great. ago we're in spain great. in sevilla I don't know why I Southern Spain. because I really I've really, I love that. I always do that to too. I'm like, where in Brazil? And then I'm like, I know nothing about Brazil. And <laughs> you've just given me a very specific small town. Did you have those sort of like sexy Spain encounters? Not really. I had I made out with one guy, Jose Luis. But that was it. I it, can't believe you just said his name. Oh my god. What about his anonymity? <laughs> there probably is only one Jose There's Luis. only one Jose Luis yeah. in all of he wasn't even in Sevilla. In the whole world. He was in um, some other town that I can't remember. I think I expected more sexy encounters. That's why I, I asked you. Totally. Did. By the way, it's really uncomfortable. I was uh, now, mind you, I was in high school when I was sixteen, so mm-hmm. I was like more shy. And the guy that I was dating, don't anybody worry. I don't know that we were dating. Dating. It yeah. was just like I think we like made out right before I left, and then we were we had always been really good friends. I did. I wasn't like committed to. Someone and I wasn't committed. I had a boy. We had broken up. Excuse we were me. like, you're going to Spain. Blah blah yeah. blah. What? We'll see what happens when you get back. Yeah. You know what I found? The, first of all, in Spain, guys and girls aren't friends. Yeah. So there was no it's like getting. It's true. You're not. Yeah. You just aren't friends. You're not yeah. allowed to be friends. It's just not part of the culture. Maybe now more yeah. than it used to be because yeah. everything's sort of changed. But. So you couldn't become friends with someone and then be like, oh, I actually kind of get to know them and Which got cute. the only way I get interested Me in too. a guy, right? Like, I'm not going to be like across the bar and be like, oh, hello, Spanny. Yeah. Um, and the cultural differences are, I mean, I think for both and there's, it's French a very and Spanish. Yeah. I mean, I, that was what made me so uncomfortable is I was like, I can't believe I'm going to have all these like cute French boys that I'm going to, I'm going to oh. take my pick. By the way, I was not like that hot either so i'm sure that was part of it i was like I, really I weird don't looking believe that but but um but yeah, yeah i, I thought like, there'd be a lot oh you're like like condescending and you're not like there's no room for like or like a aggressively and, romantic oh, yeah. where oh, i was like yeah. okay, you're like that doesn't work gross. on me at all yeah like i need to be able to do bits and doing bits in yes. another language yes. but you're not letting I me know. you know and also like doing bits in another in french i was like was i there yet with french probably not yeah. like i don't know how i would have yeah i didn't meet anyone where mm-hmm. i felt like there was like any wit or any kind of that i part do of remember it. I us like, making out once and him whispering something in my ear, but I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I kept being like, okay, okay. And then he kept re- repeating it. And I was like, not the end. I was like, I should have just let it go. But for some reason, right. I was like, I really want to know what you're saying. Right, and right. I, and then finally he was just like, forget it. Like, it was just like, <laughs> oh, no, really. What, how did he uh, end up being? Were you just like, I'm we, worn out from trying to not be dazzled? No, by you know what? My friend and I, we like went to some overnight street carnival which there is one like every weekend in the spring in spain <laughs> and we met these guys and they were really fun actually and and not really gross or anything you know they weren't being aggressive or anything and we kind of hung out with them and then we stayed in touch like we like got their numbers or whatever and we stayed in touch and then we were going back to that city and they were like oh we'll take over dinner and blah blah and whatever and so we spent some time with them and then i ended up making out with them and then 
The so weird. you did get to have a little that was bit, the only right, thing. of that experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was one guy like that in France that, that I, that was like a friend of my one of my host sisters. See, I had five that, host sisters. I feel like, yeah, and he was a friend of hers. I can't remember his name now. I feel bad, but, um, but he was like, yeah, he was like kind of teasy and kind of flirty, and I think he yeah. felt like he needed to take care of me a little bit yeah. because I she was nineteen and I was sixteen. I think he was a little bit more like there was that yeah. sort of like. I'm t- sibling thing, yeah. and although a sibling I, that you yeah. make out with, well, I know that's weird, <laughs> but I mean, like, I think because, and I, I know I said that guys and girls can't be friends in France, but they definitely were friends. But you know, I got to be honest with you, Spain, I think my really host sister weren't. was gay. Oh, like I think she she was very, very, very boyish, and I think that like this well, was like a dude buddy of hers. Got it. But um, but I did feel like I remember crushing on him hard, mm. and I definitely, I'm sure I like wrote about him in my journal oh, and stuff. Yeah, but. Nothing ever happened. Um, I didn't get a single kiss when I was in France. I just got that one. That was it. I'll say Louise. I will tell you a lot of people, which I think also in France, a lot of people jerk off in public at you. Oh my God. That's so funny. I would say that. Yeah. I told, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but, um, but when I was at Versailles, I was walking down the stairs and like his face was like obscured Mm -hmm. by trees on purpose. As I was walking down, I look over and I see this guy just like whipping out his Dick. Oh yeah, all my and friends I was like, who did study abroad in and France. And then when I was in Italy, not that long oh, yeah. ago, a couple years ago, same thing. I was at like an you it's know the, one of the of museums, masturbation. Like, and I'm like around, and there's mm-hmm. like a guy. In fact, he wasn't masturbating; he was just jogging completely naked with sneakers on. Oh, well, that's so that was just, like a different that's just thing. Exercise, yeah. But it was weird to see penises, Flopping. strange penises at two completely unique. There European was a park locations. in Sevilla that I'd have to walk to to get to the university that I was studying in twice a day i'd have to walk there and then walk back and pretty much a couple times a week there were guys just in the bushes masturbating at you so what do you think that's about because you know i mean i don't fascinated know. like with with i think um definitely with malin and somebody else who who modeled in japan um we ended up getting into conversations about like what people oh amy acker what people's like what different cultures like mm-hmm. sexual mores and and kind of what becomes um deviant like yeah. the way that deviants uh shows itself yeah. um and that obviously in japan it's so unique and strange and like a lot yes. of it has to do with little girls and blah, yes. blah, but that, that that would be a thing in european and countries it is, what is, and it's clearly not it? being cracked down on yeah because it's it's around a lot yeah so clearly the authorities are like eh, who cares yeah you know um, and like the general European accent that could have yeah. gone for anyone it, it could have gone for italy it was, Spain, it was a france all it was like it. the euro of accents um and also it's not like they're they're not hurting you you know what i mean like they're not attacking I mean, if you have you. your choice between watching something or having someone grab you you and you're not forced to, to watch right you just go oh there's someone in, okay i'm gonna walk this way like right. you kind of it could be worse it could be a lot worse um i actually do have a gross story though i mean not super gross but just like oh my god what's happening I went to Portugal while I was in Spain and had the worst trip of my life. And I know people love Portugal, but I was on, I mean, I had no money and we took a bus and there was, there were two seats on the bus, my friend and I, and she got one seat and I sat next to one guy, this old man who'd clearly just had some sort of dental surgery that hadn't gone well. Oh no. And I, I lovingly call him blood mouth because every like, oh, I don't know. This was like a, 12 hour bus ride or something. Oh my God. Every I don't, 10 That's minutes. Oh no, it was itself. awful. Yeah. I don't know what we were doing. 
every 10 minutes he would take out a large like gallon sized plastic baggie no, no. and go no and spit blood and pus oh, oh God. into a baggie and then oh, wipe his mouth God. and then put it back down oh, my and there was God. no other seat on the bus oh and my this God is what i sat down next to in. for a good 11 12 hours oh, it was God. awful that was your opportunity to get to know a man yeah, you yeah. Could have teased you with each other. Oh, done we had hours. We had hours to get to know each other. <laughs> we had hours to get to know each other. It really could have developed into something. Yeah, it didn't. You're so closed-minded. I know. This is well, you know, I didn't want hepatitis. Oh um, God. So we get to Bless Portugal. Him. It was pouring rain. Whatever. I don't know. We ended. This was our vacation. This was yeah. like our big. We're taking a vacation in Portugal, like on spring break. We go. We went to this little beach town that we were very excited about. We got there. It was all. F- British, like white trash, fat, burnt, oh, no. sunburned British people. It was oh, awful. No. We're like, okay, we'll just go to the beach. The beaches are beautiful. And we walked down this beach and went to just like this cove that was way far away from everybody. And I think we were either topless or totally, you know, sunbathing nude. I don't know. We, no one was around us. Like as naked as my dog is? Well, more naked. Because you weren't wearing a collar. I wasn't wearing you, a collar. Or, that'd be a, oh, an interesting story or, if you yeah, took to I wasn't wear wearing a dog collar. Nudity. By the way. I, I mean, mean, it's not terrible. I mean. Um, so, and then, the, okay, so we're on this little beach and there's like this little inlet. And then right behind, I'm looking out at the water. She's looking at me. Behind my head is this like eight, nine foot cliff kind of. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden she screams and is like, run! And I jump up and we're running into the water. And I'm like, for some reason I thought bats. I was like, there's bats. Like (laughs) off the cliff. I don't know what. It's so amazing what the brain decides to put together in your mind. Totally. So I was like, there's bats on the beach. I don't, it's the middle of the day. I don't know. So I'm running and I turn around. There was a guy masturbating over my head. Oh no. Like right over my head. Oh God. Yeah. So that was Portugal. I lo- it's not often that on the beach you run into the waves to get away from something. something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the anti-Jaws. Oh, my God. It was awful. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And I'm sure Portugal is a lovely country. I just didn't have the you best experience. You didn't have the best experience. Yeah. Have you ever done uh, like nude sunbathing anywhere here? No. The reason that I bring that up is because in in San Francisco on Baker Beach, yeah. um, kind of sort of just uh just on the other side out more into the open water from um the golden gate bridge uh there's a nudist part of mm-hmm. the i've Baker heard beach, about which that. i guess i don't even know if it's legal but it is kind of one of those things where like eh, it's no big deal right it's, it's you know it's far enough along because the whole beach is public but i guess like at a certain point if you walk far enough like oh people start having suddenly no clothes and it's very gay it's very gay male centric yeah um well, which is they the probably have nice bodies reason. and they have beautiful bodies and that's the kind of the precise reason that um my roommate and i when i was like maybe 20 uh we were we were like ah i mean this is this this is me in in san francisco in my 20s like whatever anything goes like yeah. some crazy stuff this is not even the craziest by any stretch of the imagination but um we for for a period of time were like yeah we're into nude sunbathing it's cool <laughs> And by the way, I've never even like most of my life, I've never even been into wearing bathing suits. I was super uncomfortable even as a kid wearing a bathing suit. I have all these pictures of myself when I was like 12 and 13 where all of my girlfriends are wearing like bikinis and I'm wearing like a t-shirt shorts and shorts. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I wish that I had been more comfortable with my body. And now yeah. that is one thing that if there are younger people listening, 
I look back now at when I was like, oh, I was uncomfortable or thought I looked weird. And I go back, go, oh my God, why didn't I appreciate? I like, and guess what? When you were 70, you were going to say that about I, And that's right what now. I think about right now if I ever I go know. like, oh, I look old or blah, 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 blah. I go, you know what? 10 years from now, I'm going to be only begging gonna get worse. to be I looking know, like that. You know? know, and that is the one thing. And it's so hard to remember. But if you can ever just sit there and go like, just appreciate your pretty skin yeah. and your pretty you guys. Know. That, and ladies, that doesn't mean tra- that doesn't translate into like feel free to dress like a whore. That is definitely no, 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 not. No, no. Uh, definitely not what we're saying. No, but um, but I agree. I mean, I, I really was. I was so self conscious from yeah. such, a, such an early age. Okay, um, so you're on the nude beach. So we're on the nude, but like that was a time in which I would say that is a time when I was the most happy with my body. And so not surprisingly, I was willing to do that. And we would go there and we would usually be like the only women. Maybe there'd be like a handful yeah. of lesbians there, um, uh, a lot of gay boys. And so we were sunbathing and this guy who was naked also was walk, or maybe he wasn't naked. I can't remember now. Um, you think I would remember that the detail mm, like that, you know but what? he was walking along the beach and all of a sudden he just turned and walked over to a woman who was sunbathing naked and like licked her stomach and then stood. And then she was like, what the fuck? And then he just stood up and just kept walking, like ambling what? away. And so, and I like, feel like of that course, like runes, all of yeah, what's been constructed was, yeah, ev- of what everybody this was is. like what 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 everyone's like sitting up looking around all the gay guys are like what's going on what happened to you this woman's like fucking with myself i mean i saw it happen and um and so some like sweet guy you know put on his clothes and like ran down the beach to follow that guy and also maybe you know somebody called the cops or whatever and um and so <laughs> like 10 minutes later <laughs> These two cops on horseback <laughs> come galloping up the beach. Oh. And all I could think was like, this is every gay, gay man's, man's fantasy. fantasy. By the way, it was just some life. guy who was like, I'm just going to lick her stomach. Yeah. You guys get upset. You call <laughs> the cops. It was all a big Yeah, it was lot. all just a big thing to get those guys on I horseback. Mean, and they did actually, I guess they did catch him. Because um, I feel uh, like that does like ruin... The whole the sort, sort of, like, of the, the the sort of utopian like we're all just we're all doing this do and this we've all and, sort of agreed collectively yeah. that we're gonna be cool yeah yeah but that it ended in like a crazy gay oh. fantasy of like hot, and they were hot by the way hot were uniformed they, cops hot uniformed cops on horse bounding down the beach <laughs> on horseback just like <laughs> yeah all I could think was like oh. first of all I needed to put my clothes on immediately yes. But while I was doing that, I was thinking like, how many guys are going to masturbate to this thought later or, and or how many guys are starting to get an erection boners right now right and now. have to be like, should I'm going to boner check. Yeah. Total, Immediately. Like, hands boner up, check. boner check. Should have done a boner hands, check. You know, like the end of a Top oh, Chef God. quick fire. Hands up. <laughs> Utensils down. Boner check. Real quick. Yeah. It probably would have been. I, I mean, what an amazing sun. I am not a nude sunbather. I did in Europe just a little bit, but only when we were kind of by our friends. Since. Not even so much because of my, uh, not that I'm like, oh, I'm so comfortable with my body. I'm, I'm fine. Most people, I'm not interested in seeing nude. That's my thing. Agreed. Is And I feel like I would spend so much of my time staring and being like, oh my God, why does it look like that? Like, I'm not, I'm not cool enough to not 
just get in the really childish. Well, and also, you like, know, why it. are the balls? Like, I just. Why are the, why are the balls on the wrong side? That's what I thought you were going to yeah, say. On the wrong side. But just why be like, why can I still see them from the back? Like, right, right. why are they bending over? But, What's know, on their back? What's their fault. nipple? That's why is that? Fault. We're not, as an American culture, we just don't. No, we're not don't, comfortable. We don't, we don't have any association with nudity except for sexual, basically. Totally. And so when you see a stranger or you see someone naked, when you think about the majority of people that we've seen naked that we don't personally know, they're porn stars. And they all look a certain way. And so, yeah, so they all look a certain way. And they're not like weird bodied shape. Which is what the most of us look like. Yeah, but of course you're going to sort of react to that because it is the, you're being exposed to something that you weren't brought up to kind of understand and see and be familiar with and not care about, which I kind of do wish I had been more. 100%. Is it that important to me that nudity be shared only with like a partner of mine? Not really. Because there's still like whatever chemistry you have there is completely different than what you're oh. going to experience, you know, on a nude on beach. On a nude beach, yeah. But I did. And yeah, and, and you're right, actually. In, in I mean, I guess at Baker Beach, there was a lot of like, you know, kind of bare guys and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but again, it had to do with like the mindset that I was in at that time, That's, which was yeah. like I was dedicated to just being completely open-minded now, and like I lo- loving of everyone. And- went to college with a girl who would go to a nudist summer camp or whatever with her whole family every summer that I still have a hard time wrapping my head around. And I know I should be cool. Like, yeah, Yeah. you know what? It's your family. You're nude. Yeah. I'm not comfortable being nude in front of my family. I guess for me also. And I I wouldn't be comfortable with other people looking at my children nude. And also... I don't know how much fun it is to do with that much stuff naked. Nude. It's not, by the way. I mean... Because most sports, like you do in a summer, I want my you want to support. Yeah, I want a little yeah. support there. I like to swim naked um, yeah. occasionally at night. Yeah, I not agree. Not even because I... But not like laps. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Not like a... Correct. Not water polo. Correct. Not like... Swimming. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Like with, a, with, the, with the cap on and just nude. <laughs> right. And no and snorkeling like there's nothing. I know there really isn't. So why you would do that with your whole no, family it's very, and like, like eating specific. lunch? And then is someone going to sit down and eat lunch right I after know. you? Yeah, probably. And I know people are I know. farting. I know. I I'm really know. sensitive to the fact now yeah. that everyone's farting yeah. in public areas. <laughs> so you know, I know. You know. So I just found I, that I very open, odd. I feel open minded about the idea of that being someone's into that because I do know that. I, mean, I guess if I can, I can extend, like, well, someone else might think that even swimming in the evening nude is right. uncomfortable. So if I know I like the way that feels. Okay, then I'm going to imagine that someone feels that way about being naked for everything. Okay, I guess I can understand that. But I, I, but I agree with you. I can't, I, I mean, I can't take it to the place where I could imagine just being nude in the outdoors for like a week. But, but maybe there's something so liberating about but it. I don't know. As a family, maybe I should try it. I know. I just feel like I've never seen that I think on I, your I think children. I accidentally saw my dad naked once right? when I was a kid and I was like, oh, oh, this isn't right. Which probably, which isn't I agree, even true. which it's probably fine, isn't but, right. Like it, but it, we probably should but see I mean, more of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I agree with that. But I do think like you're not asking your kids permission. You're just doing that to them. I don't know. Go on a summer camp just as a family. I think that's a great thing to do. I don't know why you have to be nude. <laughs> 
I just, I just, it's it still a lot of struck elements. me. It's a lot of elements, a lot of elements in a row. Bring into your, yeah. to your family life. I, yeah. I understand. I don't think I've known anyone who's been like, who's yes, the only if person? I could be nudist all the time. I would. And by the way, people, this is the most I've talked about, like nudist camps or yeah. being nude in a long time. It yeah. seems like maybe like in your 20s, you're, young, yeah, you're, you're like, more, but is that, or, or is that, like a thing where the, for some reason when we were in our 20s people just talked about it and thought about it more or is it like anybody guys those of you who are in your 20s I mean do you, you talk about, about nudity camps? <laughs> nudist camps and but idea. you know how it's a little bit like that like posery way you were in well maybe it was just me in my 20s where I'd be like I'll go to a strip club yeah I don't care oh I like strip club oh yeah I'm cool yeah you know what I mean let me smoke cigars and go to strip clubs and it was posery but are you sure but that's what I'm asking is, or was is it that just what was going time? on at the time because my because my feeling is it might have just been what was going on at the time because remember I was like Demi Moore was all into smoking cigars yeah and like she was one of the boys and I feel like that particular yeah. kind of kind of faux feminism and Camille Paglia yes, yes. which is a little earlier than yeah. that but like there was still this sort of permeating yeah and then there, there was, was a, there's that. this great book that i've brought up on the podcast before called um female chauvinist pigs oh I've which that. uh which it. talks yeah. about that particular phenomenon as well as being this kind of like yeah yeah i'll go with the all me and the boys will go to a strip club i'll stick dollar bills in the yeah. girls coo- <laughs> yeah um and, and uh and that because i'm that so is damaging. enlightened yeah and, and then it's, it's really and actually it's very, very it can be very damaging yeah. because you're yeah and that's that that goes back to the original question and the conversation even about pornography, which is, I I feel like I applaud anything as long as it's authentic and coming from a healthy place, but how do you know what is authentic and healthy and what is yeah. like damaging to the culture or damaging to the society, damaging to yourself, damaging, damaging to, to your family? Yeah, it's so hard to know. Well, I mean, it's guess, a gray area because it's there's no definitive right or wrong and you can say like oh it's damaging to your family because they're embarrassed well they shouldn't be embarrassed are they damaged but then also should they be embarrassed and is it just it's damaging because it's in this culture but if you were in a different culture i mean there's different rules for different cultures you know so is it damaging here but if you lived in sweden would it not be damaging there right i don't know it's you know it's not black or white but yeah it goes totally goes back to that but yeah i feel bad like in san francisco there's a there's a strip club um, called the Lusty Lady that's a co-op. Mm-hmm. And so it's owned by the women. And um, the women there aren't like, I would, I don't know if this is still true, but like at least when I would go there occasionally yeah. in my 20s, um, the women weren't even augmented. They were just like, they were all different shapes and sizes, all different ages. And it seemed inherently like hot and sexy to me because I was like, they're, they own this place. The money that I'm giving them goes right back into them and their business. Um, they seem happy to be here. Uh, I feel like this is participative in a different way. Like somehow yeah. I feel, and it's also, um, like one of those, one of the ones where you go and it's just windows and you can't touch anyone. Oh, it's okay. glass. So you put your money, money in, in and the thing slides yeah. out. Super old school in that oh, yeah. way. Yeah. And then there are just women in this room kind of doing whatever they want to do. They're dancing. They're coming up to you. Whatever they're doing. Um, you're not interacting with them. They're not touching you. Blah, blah, blah. And it did seem somehow like better everybody's on the same page with this like this is fine this is sex yeah but again it's an arbitrary you know and who knows who knows and then somebody else thinks that's crazy somebody and then else somebody think, else yeah, yeah that's completely yeah 
I don't know, man. And then, of course, we're in a business, which is like, well, how much are we contributing to that or not? And I'm writing something right now. And I'm and I usually feel like I write really empowered women characters. And I try to write a lot of things that have a lot of women in them. And I'm writing something right now for Comedy Central. And it's. And I have two female characters, but the show is mostly male centric. Mm-hmm. We'll say no more. When you say Comedy Central, I know what they're asking you to do. And they're I mean, not even yes, at, it's even what like I went what in with. What your idea? Yeah. What my idea is. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, are these two women characters just terrible? Am I? What am I doing? And I'm really like consciously going back in and going, no, 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 I gotta. Yeah. And I know it's all made. All, it's not flattering portrayals of the guy characters either. Right. Right. But that I don't. You know, it's the double yeah, A, whatever. I'm like, eh, whatever. They're fine. I know, but um, I feel the same. I get like that too, where I think, oh, we're all just making fun of everything. And that's the thing. But I do, all of a sudden, I was like, God, there's only two women and they're both kind of train wrecks. Yeah. Well, I thought about that even, I mean, I guess I, I, I really didn't spend much time worrying about it because I feel, I believe so strongly in the project, but, uh, but Burning Love is just parodying like yeah. horrible people yeah, uh, for the most part. And, yeah. I, and, and so there were these kind of moments where we'd be shooting and like June, Raphael and I would look at each other and be like, we're all so horrible. horrible. We're so horrible. But, but that's different. It's spoofing a pop culture. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm not really that upset, but I did. It did hit me the other day when I was talking about it and I was like, oh my God, they're both just train wreck, just kind of terrible people. And then the person I was talking to was a guy was like, well, the guy characters are kind of train wrecks also. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. As long as everyone is true. I was going to say equal opportunity. Yeah. The, the, where you get yourself into trouble and what kind of bummed me out, by the way, about... Um, I didn't like Django Unchained. I don't know if you saw it. I still have not seen it. Um, it's like it wasn't a huge priority for me I didn't to see, see, but when I, over the holiday when yeah. I was in New York, it was like so stormy and pouring that... Yeah. Um, that I actually point, really want to see it, and I have, I mean, and I have it at home, I would, and I haven't watched I, it. I'd be interested. To, I, would, I think you should see it, and yeah. I'd be interested to talk to you about it. It's what, what I think was the most disappointing to me about it, and there were, frankly, a lot of things that were disappointing. Christoph Waltz was fantastic. He's always, always is. fantastic, um, yeah. But... Was that the female characters, like usually, regardless of what I think about Quentin Tarantino, he usually at has times, very I mean, empowered I sort of love yeah. Kill Bill. Like, oh. I love those movies. I love True Romance. I love, I love a lot of his films. And I love a lot Bastards, of his female glo- the woman, his, yeah, you know, who great does, burns female down characters. The, yeah, I mean, this movie is like, I, you know what? I'm not even going to say too much more about it, but yeah. I'm interested to hear what the, what the listeners think about this. But I definitely like walked out and the people that I saw it with, we were all, and it, I was, by the way, with two boys, yeah. like two straight guys. And I didn't even think I was the first person to bring it up. I think they were like, yikes, like no good female characters, like victim slash boring really? slash where are the female characters that he usually brings to the table? Yeah, so that's what that was something because that we liked. In general, walking out of a movie in those comments is de rigueur. I mean, it's every day. Yeah. But walking out of a Quentin Tarantino yeah. movie like that is surprising. I was Interesting. So bummed out by the Yeah, female. because his stuff is all, I mean. Ugh. Yeah. Usually, though, you walk out of movies and you go, okay, there was two women in that movie. Yeah. And one of them thought like her boyfriend was crazy. And the other one was like, she was crazy. And she's they neurotic because she's not married, her. you know, yeah. and she's losing her mind because she's getting older and she's not married. I mean, yeah. how many? It's like, yeah, those it's are the two many. characters, yeah. the wife and the and then the sort of neurotic person who somehow isn't happy sexually or yeah. whatever. 
And they're either slutty or they're this. I mean, it's the same too. But for sure in television, I mean, I was just reading, uh, I was just reading some, you know, I'm sure it was like Elle magazine or something. We're sort of outlining all the different women characters <clears throat> on our television. Yeah. And it does feel like, cause I remember, you know, when bridesmaids did so well mm-hmm. and ever and television suddenly kind of cracked open a little bit more. I remember saying, I'm so worried there's going to be this horrible backlash. We talked about this because I came in yeah. and did a table read for uh, yeah. your great script that had a bunch of great female characters in it. Um, uh, that you know the concern would be like well, great if this opens a door for good stuff but what if it opens a door for terrible stuff and then the pendulum swings back in the other direction because everyone's like nope bridesmaids was a fluke all other women generated well, women you know content stuff but that hasn't really happened I'm I'm happy to say that I do still kind of feel like they're that's lingered a little bit more probably because yeah. of girls regardless of how you yeah. feel about that show um, um, yeah, the, you know, it is and still... it isn't, but I guess it was hard because people just being like, wait till Bridesmaids comes out, wait till Bridesmaids comes out, it's going to open it all up. And then Bridesmaids come out and they're like, well, we already had that Bridesmaids and that, you know, then well, that's a good point. And a, that's a good point. couple things got in the process, but how many have come out? I know. I know. How many actually well, got made? Well, that's films. And I think, I yes. think for television, television which I has the trickle women, down, they hold, they've held on to it more. I agree. You know, where it's film, like there's though, been more. As somebody who's trying to get a film financed is... I can't tell you That's a mess, how difficult huh? it is for a woman, women role, like a movie about women to get made. Yeah. Whereas if this movie was about men, oh my God, please, it would have been be financed out already. already. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's so, cause they're like, it's a one quadrant film. And I'm like, <sighs> I didn't really know what that meant before. Yeah. But I'm like, Oh, Oh, I don't, I don't agree with you, but everyone said, you know, so what uh, for the listener when we say, so say basically one a one quadrant, like, quadrant four different uh, groups of people that will spend money at the movies. Yeah. I mean, there's men and women and then there's younger women Older women, younger men, older men. So they're saying that if you do, not even that mine was really raunchy, but like basically it's just younger women. Maybe you'd get a couple older men. Men won't go see it. Which there is unfortunately some validity to it. So you can't get financing for something that's a four, a one quadrant film yeah. unless, you know, if it's not through the studio, like an independent financier, they're not going to do an independent movie like that unless it costs so little. Right. And that's how these movies now are, you know, kind of getting made. They get made for a million dollars. Right. And then they hopefully recoup their money, but then they might not get sold, you know, mm. and all of that. It's just, it, it's just been interesting to me. It's just a learning curve, but realizing how by writing a script that's all women, how much harder I made it for myself. Yeah. Which just sucks. Thank God you did, though. But yeah. uh, I but mean, like eventually, I, yeah. hopefully, you know, something. Ugh. But yeah, it's hard. It really is, really is hard. But I do think TV has, has gotten better in that realm, somewhat. Um, I like to think so. I mean, yeah. I hope that that's true. And uh, and then, of course, it's on my mind because I did just uh, read that article. So yeah. I'm only as smart as like the last thing I read. Um, <laughs> I am. What are you doing? I keep forgetting to have the mash stuff ready. I This is a bad... This isn't one of those things that you said, is there anything I need to know? Uh, here this we is go. not really anything that you needed to know, but... Um, but I do enjoy a game of MASH on the podcast. Oh, my God. Um, I go old school. I haven't played MASH. Yeah. This is um, the, where you put your highlight at the, the end of the do, podcast. Do, 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 well, do, I do, do have do, a cootie do. catcher as well. We can certainly employ that. Um, I mean, Mash I know I've played MASH a million we, times. Wait, which MASH? MASH is the like MASH oh, is like mansion, apartment, oh, no, mansion. shack, house. Oh, and then I ask you for categories for oh, things. God, I vaguely remember. Now, okay, walk me through it again. I remember okay. doing this as a it's kid. It's totally fine. Um, for example, uh, and I like to 
branch out with categories. Some listeners have uh, contributed some categories for me over yeah. the months, which has been fun. Um, but this is essentially a fantasy life that we're building for you. Okay. Some people play it where I pick like a mean one. Like there's categories where the, you list three things. And like, I guess some people play it. I found out recently where like you, I would be like, name two boys that you have a crush on or whatever. Right. This is again, imaginary like teenage world. Right. Um, and then they would give a third one. That's like, you might end up with like this person that you hate. Right. I'm not like that. I like yeah. to give you the three great options. Oh God. And, um, and so it could be, we, we can do this a number of different ways. You can give me your, teenage self like who you would have said okay. and what you would have said okay. as a as say like a 16 year old girl i don't even remember what the questions are again well i'm gonna tell you okay and or you could um do it as myself right now you could do it as yourself Very right now seriously. or you could just do a combination thereof like you could be like listen i have a huge crush on hugh laurie i might say because i do really um but i also want to throw in you know michael j fox Ma- or right. whoever somebody would have liked when they were ralph macchio ralph macchio being a good one um and then i'll and i'll give you the different like categories i do have a huge we'll crush do. on someone right now and i'm blanking on his name oh, oh god if you tell me where jason from, maybe i can come up with him he was in zero dark 30 he has the eyes jason, jason um I, I haven't seen zero dark 30 i'm telling you a bunch of other stuff he's been in a bunch of other stuff i saw him twice over last weekend um oh. because i um i'm looking at an Google. agent yeah. and he um represents jennifer lawrence i'll brag about him so i nice. had a big uh it was a crazy crazy weekend last weekend but because of that i was at all these things and i was like <gasps> he's so cute it's so funny that we're in a world where you can actually see people that you crush on it's the most that week jason clark mo- jason clark i'm putting him down straight oh, away he's just dreaming okay can you think of? Uh, do you have any other? Do you have two? So I'm other thinking ones of other boys. Ready as okay. Ready Jason Clark. These have to be famous people. I think it's more fun. Yeah, for the, yeah totally you know, more for fun. Somebody to okay, imagine. so Jason Clark, and they're all good people, not one bad. Right? I would take all good, so that you know when we oh, eliminate. God, do I don't usually find famous people. I usually that's not my thing. That's why my Jason Clark yeah. is really like a who did special you like? Who did you have a crush on special when you were younger? Would you be like oh uh, Rick Schroeder? Love it. Should I put him down? Yeah. That was when I was really younger. Like yeah. that's when, like I silver mean, spoons were. Yes. Of? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then C. Thomas Howell. Oh, I think I really had yeah. a special connection with C. Thomas. Nobody listening is going to know who C. Thomas Howell. Is. Well, that's what Google's for. C. Thomas Howell pops up from time. Yeah, to time. he does actually. I'm always like, oh hey. Yeah. I mean, not to his face because I don't know him. But in my <laughs> in my car when I like hear him on the radio, and I'm up. like, we hey, up. how are you? Have you, you met any of your um, crushes? Um, from like back in the day, yeah, or whatever. I mean, like I had a pretty serious crush on Owen Wilson for a long, mm. long time, and then I and then I worked with him on something, and, and before I worked with him, I did have this feeling of like. Am I just going to drop everything and be like right. the biggest idiot and just try everything I can do can to make him love me? And I didn't. But Good, because... I know. But I'm trying to think. I really don't get crushes on famous yeah. people. I think there's a part of me that's like, oh, no. How, yeah. You think I'm going to have a crush on you. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have met pretty much everyone yeah at this point i know especially because of husband, through, yeah. yeah through my husband they, yeah. they would never remember me yeah but i mean every, literally like tom cruise down to everybody yeah, uh, yeah. madonna th- this that and the other and it's yeah. very surreal yeah um and it's really weird because it's just like oh okay 
okay, you're a human being walking yeah. and talking on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And you look normal. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, that's the thing. I think it's, I mean, you're attracted to their work. You're attracted to their that's talent. The you're thing. attracted yeah. to whatever you're seeing that's not I, real You know what? I used to be really, I had a huge crush a while ago on Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I get it. Back in the day. Do you want to swap re- out uh, C. Thomas Howell, Rick Schroeder? Let's get rid of Schroeder okay. and put in <laughs> and put in Toby Maguire. Sorry, but I don't find him cute anymore. But there was a point where he reminded yeah. me of this guy that I dated, and I was like, oh. "Well, you can just tap back into that if you end up with him." Okay, I'll tap um, back into that. Those give days. me three uh, uh, places that you will live. Like, could be Spain. Could oh, be, okay. Um, no, it's not Portugal. It is we know not it is not, and specifically Portugal. not that not eight, that weird beach cliff. town. Um, okay. I'm going to say um, Anini Beach, Kauai. Love it. I love how specific that is. Yeah. It's very specific. I know the house. Okay, great. Um, great. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, and then I would have to say Paris. I yeah, love Paris. I There's no reason not to. I feel like if I could list Paris three times, I right? would. Um, and then I'm going to say somewhere in the boot of Italy, because mm-hmm. I just went there in Puglia. In that area, off the beaten path, you know what I mean? Like I the real, it. the real heart the of it. Real heart of it. Um, what about? Uh, you know, you just said this. I know this is a very like chick flick movie. Speaking of thing to, category to put in here, but I'm sorry. As soon as you said Italy, all I could think of was how much I love Italian food. Oh. So if you could eat, oh god, one kind of food for the rest of your life without any consequences, but it's real. Come on. I know. There's shit I cannot eat anymore because I will eat too much of it and I will pay the price. I'm just saying. Okay, so I'm naming three things. Just stuff that you didn't you would never have to worry about limiting. You know what? I love donuts. Right? <laughs> I mean donuts are I don't know what it amazing. is. Cuz I'm not necessarily someone if I have cookies in my house, fine. Yeah. They'll sit in yeah. there for an, for a year. Yeah. If there are donuts in my house, yeah. I cannot not They're eat so them. They're so good. They're so good. Great. Listen, okay, donuts so donuts. Is a great answer. Um, I'm also going to say chips and salsa. Yeah. I love. Oh, or some guac, chips, yeah. salsa, guac. Yeah, just a Mexican. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Um, really so good. stuff that like I would love to eat, in, but not necessarily my favorite food. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, God. What? Um, oh, the white fish salad from Nate Nows. Oh. It's so I've never GD had it. good. Interesting. It's literally. Oh God, it's so good. I gotta get. Oh, you gotta get it. I because usually white fish salad is just mayo and white fish. Yeah. Something about this, this has is... got like seasons and sugar and a vinegar oh, and some onion. My. It's oh. it's got levels. It's, it's got layers. Levels. It's layers. I love it. It's really um, good. Okay, cool. What about if you? Okay, I'm going old school. I'm okay, going old school. Give me three cars. Oh God, I know nothing <laughs> about cars. I'm but so like, not a car. I literally, literally know nothing then I can about cars. And I can change it. Yeah, um, I know nothing about cars. I'm remote. I'm mostly remembering. I barely way, I'm know what car huge. I drive. People are like, Wait. I'm like, I don't know. I, know. I don't oh, care I about cars either, but I but I remember. And so sometimes when I play this game, yeah. it's no, about people reminiscing. People used to be like, like oh, Corvette, yeah, Corvette. Yeah. Okay, then let's say non-cars, three modes of transportation, not a car that would be fun to get around by in Fantasyland. Um, I like, speaking of Fantasyland, I like that that thing that you, you used to be able to go across. I don't even know if you can still do it to the land where you hang off the wire like up a zip high. Line? It's like, oh, I love a zip line. If uh-huh. I could go everywhere by zip line, okay. that would be amazing. I got zip line on here. Um, it, no, it's more like um, it's a pod that you hang oh, in. Oh, yeah, 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 
yeah, yeah. that goes across the sky, yeah. but it's open. Yeah. Skypod. Skypod? We're calling it a Skypod. Um, like they used to have at Disneyland. And then, Almost yeah. like a, ski, like a, a skier, but you would be inside the pod. But you're inside you're it and dangling. it's going across. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go um, dog sled. Love it. I've never been dog sledding. I hear it is. Doesn't it look amazing? amazing. Yeah. I hear it was just amazing. on Top Chef. They were just we got to go dog sledding. Um, okay. How about if you could have a band that sort of was your life soundtrack like mm-hmm. you're like i'm driving and this is the music that's playing this a is a band my, movie that's happening me, right now a movie of any any band i mean a real band time, anytime yeah but like if you love if you could be it could be and, and it might be like you might love wilco but maybe you don't want wilco to be like the soundtrack of your life but it could be like i always love blah. like i feel good when i you know what i mean mm-hmm. like something something that's sort of your life soundtrack like someone's watching the movie of your life and, and there's a, a, a preponderance of this band playing I'm I don't know why it's just because I really enjoyed it as a child uh I'm gonna say Dolly Parton I love it just Dolly great Parton answer. there's gonna be a lot of Dolly Parton going great on great answer I just need two more oh two more yeah. oh god um okay Dolly Parton um and then um mine are kind of all weirdly old school I, I feel it. like Captain and Tennille oh, I feel like it's a great nice- answer is kind of a nice vibe. Great answer. Um, and then sort of a more poppy mm-hmm. up, you know, but still going old school. Tony Basil. Oh, my you're so fun. Oh, that's great. I like this life of, of these uh, soundtracks. Right? That's a happy life. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, how about unusual pets? Like an unusual pet okay. that you could have. Um, Where there's I'd, no... You know, yeah. Fun. I'd like something that I could ride, but mm. that's not a horse. Oh. Like... If you could, well, I don't know if a giraffe would let you ride it because you're going to slide down in that this neck. World, you so can. I'm going to go giraffe. Yep. And then, um, if it would let you ride it, but like a tiger. Yep. Great. Because you go really fast. Yeah. Love it. Um, and then I also think it would be nice to come in on an elephant, <laughs> just like a, in like a really big, big headdress. That's perfect. I couldn't sound better. Um, what about uh, if you could have like a, a best friend from like literature or films, like a character? God. Like I would love to like, oh, I, specifically Meryl Streep as Julia right. Child. Oh, That's God. who I wish would be my buddy, a girlfriend like These that. These kind of questions can send me into a tizzy of hours of I thinking. Know, I know. Um, I know okay. on the spot. Let's just do let, I'm just going to do fast just off the top of my Great. head. Um, I'm going to go Jack Tripper. Oh, great. I said girlfriend, but I'm really oh, into this. Sorry. No, it's good. It's good. Um, okay. Uh, girl, girlfriends, girlfriends, movies. What doesn't movies have to be. I think it's interesting that you went straight for, uh, a, like a lovable Seemed like a pal, like a pal. Like we'd I have a lot of laughs. Tripper. Yeah. Um, but you also have four brothers. So no, surprise. yeah, no surprise. Um, Oh God. Oh God. Okay. I'm just thinking of, you know, people that, that are, that jump out at me. Just, I don't even know why movies, what movies do I like? Um, like maybe Maud from Harold and Maud or, Oh, well, I think, uh, um, well, I, this isn't like a, well, it's not really a character, but I did, Oh, I just love Betty White from the match oh, game. Oh, that's great. But from the match game from match specifically. Game. That's a great answer. Um, that's a great answer. She just, I love her. Um, and then let's, let's put, um, even though like, I feel like it would be like a friend that I wouldn't totally trust, whatever, but 
would be interesting is Winona Ryder from Heather's. Interesting. Great one. I feel really supported by you by my aunt. Like when I um, say an answer, these are great answers. It takes a long time. Some people refuse to let the instinct and impulse like kick in and yeah, they and really what, take time and it's belabored. And I appreciate that. But I also really appreciate the person who's like, fuck it. Winona Ryder from Heather's. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I like it. Let's see where we go. Cause um, I mean, I could belabor it and really, I mean, I like there. it so much more that like I may be adding a category right now because oh my we're, God. we're getting through this in a nice, even clip. I just, what else do I want to say? Um, how about this? Uh, you have you ever read this is completely off the cuff have you ever read from the mixed up files of mrs basilie frankweiler i literally don't know what you just okay. said <laughs> it's called from the mixed up files of mrs basilie frankweiler it's a oh, no. children's story about uh-uh. a boy and a girl in new york who run away from home and they spend the night in the um museum Smith, yeah, the smithsonian museum i think I if you that. could run away from home mm-hmm. and spend the night at a place where you mm. wouldn't normally spend the night like that right what would be three disneyland for sure great answer um uh i would say hmm like somewhere that would kind of like freak me out Mm -hmm. like the vatican Ooh, great you know what i mean yeah like it would be a little creepy not that I'm saying religious. You'd never creepy, forget. Just, You'd never forget that weird experience. No, it would be very the quiet, weird. ominous. Yeah, like like in some like echoey, big, echoey stone, it's great crypt. That's great. You know. Um, and then let's say, um, like, uh, like a um airport food court, like a big, <laughs> like you know. I feel like there were more things like that in the 80s where it was all about like being alone in the mall at night, like yeah. mannequin and yeah. like, you know, and being things would come alive. And, and yeah. yeah, there's like some magic that I don't know is still like even my as- daughter is like, what if they closed all the doors and you got stuck in the mall overnight? What if they didn't know you were in here? And I'm like, it would be amazing. Yeah. Like you could eat. You eat all the hot dogs and pretzels you want. Yep. yep. You could play at the Disney store. Yep. You could jump in the fountain. Like you're encouraging her to pull a Mrs. Basilie Frank. Totally. Totally. Um, Okay. So tell me when to stop. I'm just, um, this is going to, how I I remember this part now. Okay. Stop. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, this, by the way, I pause this so that I don't make the listener go through the process of elimination. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I like this. This is pretty strange. <laughs> uh, some of it kind of makes sense. Some of it makes uh, a weird kind of sense. I'm going to start out by telling you that you... I don't even know where to start. Okay. <laughs> Number one, um, I'm really excited about this. I'm just going to go with location. You live in an apartment in the boot of Italy, Puglia, Italy. Oh. Okay. Um, Wonderful. So there you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you are enjoying all the chips and salsa and guacamole. <laughs> I don't know why there's so much Mexican food in the southern part of Italy. You know what? It's a. It's it's just. But that does the world sound good, is like, doesn't it? Like yeah. you're in your apartment. Maybe you've got a view of the it's water. It's probably the view of the water. Yeah, because there's you a lot know, of water. You're view. just chilling. Maybe you got a margarita and some chips and salsa. salsa. And guac. I mean, that's Gua- kind of great. I'm probably very cool. Like in the area. Do you oh, know what I mean, I'm sure. popular because I. Oh, there's Mexican no question. Food. You know what I mean? There's Never. no question. Well, yeah. you also travel by Skypod. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
fact that you have a sky pod that can take you wherever you need to go. I just land on and my roof just and land I just on take your roof, off. and then yeah, maybe you probably have like a whole little patio area on your yeah. roof that you just like pop into the sky, <laughs> eating chips and guac, and waving just, down at the people on the street. By the way, it's such gorgeous countryside. There I mean, you're that, gonna get, what a great, beautiful view yeah. of everything that you that you're seeing. I, I mean, probably it's can charge people. You know what I mean? I'm, well, and make a very good living. Oh, please! In, in fact, I didn't even give you an occupation to choose from, so it's possible. It's that possible that is that's what, you do. what I do. Or you open a Mexican food restaurant. <laughs> um, I could. I I think both of those things are possible. Either way, you got a fun, peppy life accompanied by the music of Tony Basil. <laughs> wow, okay. As you go about your day to day. I should mention also, you do have one other mode of transportation, should you choose it, because okay. as you know, you have a, an animal that you can travel on. Right. Um, I'm sure you're wondering how any of those three could have fit in your apartment in Italy. I'm not sure how that works. Well, they don't have to live in my house. Yeah. I have an area for you them. Have the air, you have the area. You probably have a lot of land because the apartment, yes. it doesn't have to be that big. It doesn't big. have to be that big. Yeah. Um, so I don't know exactly where you keep your <laughs> elephant, <laughs> but you definitely have one. By the way, the idea of me... Sitting on an elephant, waving at people through the streets <laughs> of a small town on the water of Puglia, eating my chips and salsa it's before I get into my Skypod. It's becoming a Wes yes. Anderson movie in a major way. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering if when you spent the night at the Vatican. Oh, yeah. Well, whether, it's not that far from where I live. It's not that far. Uh, it's certainly not that far by Skypod. Not by Skypod. Uh, um, I'm wondering if you took your husband, C. Thomas Howell. Oh, you're disappointed you wanted I Jason I really Clark. wanted Jason Clark. I'm sorry. Um, or, and I think more likely, you probably spent the night giggling with your best friend, Jack Tripper. <laughs> at the Vatican. Oh, by the way. I know. Oh, I'm that's almost kind of sensing, my dream life. I was going to say. I'm almost sensing that it doesn't work out between you and C. Thomas, but you probably just end up with Jack. Like after, at the end right? of it all, you're at like... At the end of a I night together in the friend. Vatican by ourselves? Something might happen. Sexy We probably times. get married in the Vatican. Funny, sexy times yeah, with Yeah, by the Pope. So that's your future. <laughs> Sorry to your entire family. But um, yeah, I thought I had such a nice life. I'm telling you. Now you know. Elephant? In a weird way. Up to my sky pod? I know. With Jack Tripper? I know. Tony Basil (laughs) is a little little peppy. (laughs) It's a little peppy. peppy. Um, Who knows what she's still got in her... She could compose By the some way, really thoughtful Wes Anderson esque, totally. Mark Mothersbaugh esque, S- sort of just hey, really listen, ethereal. That's another famous person from the '80s who was in a very poppy band who just turned out some really beautiful, wonderful Gorgeous, uh, yeah. cinematic music. So that's true. So Tony who Basil even knows what Tony what she can do. This is going to be great. But I kind of did say, "Oh, Mickey, you're so fine." <laughs> <laughs> did say I that. did say that particular tone <laughs> oh Andrea you're oh, so fine you're so fine you blow my mind me. hey Andrea hey hey Andrea. Andrea thank you so much for doing the podcast <laughs> what a pleasure uh we've been speaking I know this is going to come as a shock to you because it comes as a shock to me for one hour and 22 minutes are you kidding feels like we're talking for 15 minutes that's crazy yeah we, we can really right, blabber we can I really know we can really chat I it know, up we did it 
We did it. Guys, thanks, thanks for, for listening. Uh, what a joy. Please feel free to uh, contact me. Andrea will let you know that you will also have, uh, courtesy of one of our wonderful friends and fans, Jules, there is a Pinterest account for oh. the JV Club. So all of the stuff that we talked about yeah. up to and including, I can only imagine, Tony Basil, the elephant, Jack Tripper, etc. Vatican. visually represented <gasps> on your Pinterest page along with all the other stuff we talked about. So... You can see what your Portugal. Correct. I'm wow. excited to see uh, if she'll be able to find an image of a guy masturbating from a sea cliff onto a naked woman. Yeah. Um, but thanks again for doing the podcast, guys. Are you on Twitter? I am. Okay. So people can AK follow Savage. you. AK Savage. AK Savage. By yeah. the way, that's the first time I've ever asked anyone if they're on Twitter and if they can be followed. And by I'm the way, I'm that. not great on Twitter. Okay, great. And so don't hacked. follow Andrea. No, Avoid follow her like me. the plague. Uh, follow me. Um, I'll start getting better. I promise. It's going to be great. This is going to motivate her to this get This is going to motivate me to really kick it in the butt. Uh, and uh, and talk to you guys uh, next time on the podcast. Bye. As always, the JV Club theme song is Before We Were Brittle, courtesy of the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.